Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to the Living with Hope podcast. This Advent season, join Pastor Colin as we look at joy, hope, peace, and love, and how a you catastrophe impacts them all. Peace be with you, and also with you. This week on Living with Hope, we're looking at the concept of peace, which is a very difficult thing to talk about. I think that when we think about peace as a Western culture, oftentimes we think of the absence of strife or struggle or difficulty or anything that is an inconvenience or disturbs my sense of comfort. That's what peace is. It's being comfortable. But the reality is that is really a shallow view of peace. It just completely falls short of what God desires for us. The greeting I used at the beginning, peace be with you, and also with you, is a, was a common greeting uh, in amongst uh, churches. It used to be part of church tradition that you would greet one another this way, but it's slowly become less of a thing. I don't know why. I really could speculate and think that maybe peace isn't something that we wish upon each other as much because somehow it might diminish our own or it's not even something we think about because to be honest even though life is full of hardship and there's struggle and strife within our western culture the reality is that it is predominantly a comfortable place to live so in that sense peace isn't something we need to really wish upon one another that's something for over there or for a different place or those war and torn countries those are places that need peace but that's really just a human view of peace. It's not, it's not God's view. I think if we were to dive in a little bit deeper and figure out what is peace in the Bible, we have to go to the, the words you've probably heard before, and that's shalom. It's a word that occurs roughly 250 times in the Old Testament alone. And its whole purpose is, yes, it encompasses that, that calmness or that 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 tranquility that we use our peaceful word for in Western culture, when like when we would say, look at that still lake. It looks so peaceful, so calm. But shalom is so much more than that. It's not just a lack of war or conflict. As noted in HarperCollins Bible Dictionary, uh, shalom includes peace, but also wholeness and well-being. So the biblical view of peace biblical view of shalom then is a pre-fall concept it's something that we cannot achieve ourselves and that's why this christmas as we're focusing on the you catastrophe christ breaking into our lives we need christ to bring us peace we need christ to establish peace for us because it is so far out of our grasp I think there's been people throughout history who have tried to institute, militarize, um, enforce peace. But that right there is definitely just counterproductive to what shalom is. This idea of wholeness and shalom is an ideal uh, for our individual lives and for what, for that of God's creation as well at large. It's a return to God's original plan, like I said. And this is only achieved through Jesus Christ. And that's why, you know, in the Old Testament, we, we see that God tried, God established a covenant of peace in Ezekiel 34. 
with the nation of Israel. He established a covenant of peace. Or in Isaiah 9, 6-7, the promised Messiah, he is called, and this is sung in Handel's Messiah, a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, of the greatness of his government, and peace, there will be no end. This idea, this hopefulness is something that is just ingrained in human beings. We desire to be at peace, but many people would say that that is a construct of society trying to live well with one another. I don't know if you've seen the news recently or looked at our society and our our civilized culture and wondered, are we really trying to live peacefully with one another? Or is peace when everyone agrees with my viewpoint and I feel confident in what I believe and think? That's not what God calls us to do in shalom, in his view of peace. God calls us to himself, the only source of true peace, the only sure foundation of peace, you catastrophe into our lives through Jesus Christ. You see, peace isn't able to be achieved through an inward calm. It's it's not a meditative state where one is in a peaceful trance because it can be disrupted by catastrophe. And it's not even staying stoic or calm in the face of tragedy or great pain, but it's being whole in those moments, wholly human and wholly focused on God. It's the wholeness factor of shalom that is often lost in our view of peace. We think it's a state of being. No, we think that it is just a mindset or a way of living, when in reality it is the state that we find ourselves in through Christ as a new creation. And that's why Micah 5.5 says that he would be our peace. That's the promise of the Messiah in Jesus Christ, that Christ is our peace. In, the, in Luke 2, where the angel talks about, do not be afraid, I bring you good no- news that will be of great joy for all people today in the town of, Beth- of David. A Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will f- find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. This scene in itself is what Jesus came to establish. Himself as our peace in a strange situation, in an uncomfortable situation, in a, in, in a just a difficult situation, a baby in a manger surrounded by animals and hay. This seems like the chaos of life is swirling around, but Christ steps in and peace begins to spread out from him because it is him. The sense of shalom needs to take us into pretty much who we are as Christians. We are God's children. And so for us to truly experience peace means we have to be peace bringers. If we are disciples of Christ, Christ followers, Christ exemplifiers, if we are those who represent Christ to the world around us, if he is the peace for the world that we live in, this mixed up, crazy, argumentative, hate-filled world, then we need to be peace bringers. And that's a difficult thing to do in a world that demands that people take sides. We need to be about taking the side of peace in all things. Uh, Luke 2, 10 to 14, when the angels um, are are singing, when they are pronouncing the eucatastrophe of, of Christ our Savior breaking into the world, they say, glory to God in the highest 
and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Christ ushered in a new era where wholeness and peace could be achieved through him, where his eucatastrophe transfers to us and we become peace participants because Christ is our peace. He's the provider of our peace. Through the Holy Spirit, we experience this peace. And John 14, 27, this is the promise of Jesus. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. We often try and give peace through restrictions and rules, through correcting somebody's behavior, through military enforcement of the way that we think peace should be achieved. But Jesus steps in, and he doesn't correct our behavior. He corrects the core issue, that's sin. He corrects us. He transforms us through his peace, through his sacrifice, through his eucatastrophe, through all that he is, because he is our peace. He transforms us into new creations, new creatures who can experience the wholeness of God and the whole peace of God. And it's so hard to talk about peace because of Philippians 4, 7, because in it, it says the peace that surpasses all understanding. I was racking my brains. How do I talk to people about what is peace? When in my life, my most peaceful moments, the absence of conflict, aren't even the right descriptor of what God gives to us. Truly what God's peace is, is a desire to do his will in the face of adversity. A sense of wholeness in who we are, a sureness of the reality of our salvation through Jesus Christ. That's what shalom is. It's not some trendy thing we put on home decor. It's not, it's not something that we can drum up with the right sense of music or meditation or hot rocks on the back or whatever it is we're trying to to achieve to create calm in our lives. God's peace is transformative to our very nature and works from the inside out. And we truly experience peace when we pass it on to others, because that is what we are called to do. And the beauty of God's peace is that it guards our hearts and minds. It guards it against internal conflict, uh, internal turmoil and as, as somebody who struggles with uh, mental health and and s how I view myself I often find myself just praying for peace the peace the promise that Christ said that he would leave with us his peace that passes all understanding the peace that he is and the assurance of salvation that is found in Jesus Christ you see because God doesn't just want us to sit back and indulge in his peace. He calls us to work along with the Holy Spirit to restore God's shalom here on earth. Matthew 5, 9 is where I'm pulling that from. So this Christmas season, when there's restrictions from COVID, when there's a, a lack of ability to be with the family, how are you going to speak peace into each other's lives? That's our role as Christians, to spread the gospel, the gospel message that Jesus Christ you catastrophed into our lives and established peace. And this peace that for us to fully experience, we have to give it to others, share it with others, 
truly represent that early church greeting, peace be with you, and also with you. I think that as we, as I close this off, um, I want to read Revelation 21, 3 to 4 to you. And it says, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. We live this reality. We are kingdom people living out God's peace that surpasses all understanding, which is hard for us to talk about because how do we talk about something that we don't fully understand? And I fully admit talking to you, I don't fully understand. But knowing the fullness of Christ, that he is my peace, that through the Holy Spirit this has been brought into my life and is being expressed outward to those around me, let us be peace bringers this Christmas season. As we head towards Advent, how do you experience true shalom, wholeness of peace with God through Jesus Christ? How do you then share that with other people, the reality that God you catastrophed into the world through Jesus Christ to bring peace to a conflict-riddled world, a world marred by sin and interpersonal pain and damage, and said, I will bring you wholeness. I will bring you peace. I give it to you to share with others. My peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. This peace that passes all understanding that I give you is to guard your hearts and minds. May you be blessed this Christmas season in experiencing peace even amongst turmoil, but more so, may you be a blessing of peace to those who you speak with and see, those who you see over Zoom, and those who you interact with in everyday life. Be a peace bringer as Christ did in his eucatastrophe at Christmas. Christmas. Have a wonderful Christmas season. And if you have any questions, please write Pastor Colin at colin at mylivinghope.ca.